So to be fully abundant, for me anyway, how I work with it is to go a little bit past the growth mindset and to believe that I'm in this space. I am abundant. I believe in myself. I have everything I need around me. Let me show the world. And it's an exchange of energy. So for some people, abundance is wealth. Okay. So it could be that exchange of energy can be money. You know, I provide a service to you. You pay me for that service. That's me being abundant in that space. For others, it can be just truly living their fulfilled life. You know, everything that they have within their core values, um, they're living it. They're doing it. They feel like they have almost like you fill your cup totally and it's flowing over for other people. That's what it feels like to be in that space. Welcome to the PS Younger Self podcast, where we talk to inspiring entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and creatives on how we can all crush our fears and optimize our lifestyle to live our most fulfilling lives, and always on our own terms. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of PS Younger Self. I'm your host, Chris, and I am delighted to introduce you to our guest today, who is going to share some of her best tips and mindset hacks to get you into an abundance mindset. She is a multiple business owner, accredited transformational coach, a Vedic meditation and yoga teacher, and all things a mindset expert, aka the Crossroads Coach as well. She is also the host of the newly launched podcast called, of course, Mindset and me. So you'll have to also check that out. And I am delighted to introduce you to the lovely Kirsty Rayner. Welcome, Kirsty. I'm so excited we get to finally connect and get talking. How are you today? Oh my goodness, Chris, what an intro. First of all, <laughs> let's hope I live up to that hype. Um, I'm really good. <laughs> we were just chatting before, weren't we, and how we've been trying to set this up and with the moving around and the pandemic, but we're here and I'm just so grateful to be a guest on your podcast. Oh, thank you so much for those lovely <laughs> words as well too. And like we were saying, you know, everything just comes together at the right timing. So I know today is the perfect time to share your your uh, abundance mindset and how we Mm. can all achieve that as well. So I'd love to first start from hearing your journey on how you arrived at this place of being a heart-centered business owner, which I loved Mm. reading about on your site and coach Mm. as I think it may really resonate with our listeners to help understand why you truly believe and what you like to say, and I believe that mindset is everything. Yeah, gosh, I love that. What a great question. Um, So my journey started with, I guess like everyone, I kind of was in the city, you know, really living the London life, working in media um, since the age of 21, just basically running all over London, having the best time in my 20s. Mm. Um, And, you know, I got to around about 28 and I just thought, is this really like what I want to do with my life, like my legacy to look back on my life and be be in this role? And even though I loved my job and I, I loved the people I worked with, I just knew that it wasn't the right thing for me. So I really believe in intuition, in meditation. I'd been practicing meditation and yoga since I was 19. Um, so wow. very, very young. Yeah, quite a long time ago. Like that wasn't really how it is now. You know, now 
it's quite common. Meditation is very much like part of everybody's life. Back then it wasn't. Um, But I was super passionate about it because of how it made me feel. Like it was this feeling that I was addicted to. And I wanted to lean into that. I wanted to go forward and think, you know, like maybe there's something in this. And and at the end of the day, I'm very, (laughs) as much as I'm a planner and I'm very cautious, I'm also just like, do you know what? Fuck it. Like, (laughs) what's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to take a leap of faith, like believe in myself and give this a go. So yeah, I left my job when I was 29. I kind of spent a year sort of prepping, saving, making sure I had enough money to like last a year, just in case anything went wrong. Um, did that, went to Hawaii to train as a yoga teacher. Also on a massive side note, I did that in January and I cannot advise Mm. booking a January holiday enough in the heat. It set up my year. I was like, bye London, January London. (laughs) No, thank you. And I was off. So yeah, it was amazing. And I came back and I I started teaching and teaching meditation and, and, and I was so blessed and so lucky it went so well. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, I really tapped into different modalities, different trainings, different ways of expansion of showing what I believe in. And, and I truly, truly believe in being heart centered and the kind of bro marketing that was very, very popular when I was in media, lots of hustle, lots of masculine energy. You must get up at five and then you must go out in the evening and you must be like constantly in this state of raised cortisol was just not my vibe anymore. Like I like really slow mornings. I am a morning person, but I'm very, very protective of the energy in the morning, right? So I mm-hmm. never set up anything before 10 a.m. And I know that's a luxury that I have working for myself, but that's something I firmly believe in because I need to do all my things to get me in my abundant mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So as I was getting older, you know, the yoga and meditation were just an extension of what I wanted to share with the world. So I began to train in transformational coaching, in neuroplasticity, um, in all, all sorts of modalities, really, in mini courses and diplomas and things like that to find what I truly, truly love. And it was a client. And a friend actually who said to me, you know, you really help people when they're in a crossroads, like when they're in the messy middle, I call it, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. you've been there in that point where you think, oh my God, I really want to do this, but I just don't know which way to turn. Like, how am I supposed to do this? How am I going to find the strength and become fearless? And so with that, I kind of honed all of my modalities into helping people in that space. And that's kind of what I do now. I work with either individuals, I work with lots of corporate companies, actually lots of tech companies. Um, mm. because again, like super high cognitive workload and needing to find that space to slow down and to navigate where they want to go. I mean, that was a very long answer, but I hope that answers your question. <laughs> no, it did perfectly. And there's so much in there that I really resonated with, Kirsty. Mm. And I, you can't see me, but I'm just nodding my head. <laughs> and um, I literally uh, kind of had the same shift that you went through mm. uh, literally a decade later in my life. So when you said mm. at the age of 28, after, you know, the the height of your successful career in advertising mm. in the big city, London, mm-hmm. you just had this mindset shift that like you didn't want to be in this. I love the way you put it, this 
this raised cortisol environment Mm -hmm. and you kind of had to reflect, right? And do that reset. And then at 29, you took that leap of faith, which I also love because- Mm -hmm. Uh, Christy, when I was mentioning to you earlier that how uh, I met who introduced us and in yes. London is because I got to the height of my career in New York City mm-hmm. um, in a similar field, uh, marketing, digital marketing mm-hmm. specifically. And after a year of planning as well, deliberately, and I uh, oh. was like interviewing with a bunch of people in London, and then I had one foot out the door. And I literally, I said, you know, uh, there's only one life. Life is too short. Mm. I've been obsessed with London for 20 years. I've been a dream. And I thought, you know what? To your point, being heart-centered, I followed Mm. my heart and my intuition. And then I literally at 39 quit everything. And I have never been happier only because, you know, back to being that heart center place that you talk about. I truly believe while we're talking about mindset, but it's really correlated, right? Like mm-hmm. our our brain is our most complex and powerful organ. But a lot of us, I feel because so much of our brain uh, activity is defaulted in that 95% where it's subconscious, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we get, we're in this like constant loop of being in that default mode. We don't end up being fully present. And I feel like when we're fully present, Christy, it allows us to align with that heart and our mm-hmm. intuition to make more active conscious decisions of like what we want versus what we've been programmed to think that we want, what we think is success, what we think is happiness, et cetera. Mm, I love that so much. That's so powerful to kind of, to tap into that as well, because that's one thing that I'm always a massive advocate for, especially when I'm working with people um, for the first time, you know, what is your core value and what Mm. is it that you really want in life? Because success is different to every single one of us. So for me, um, success is, you know, mildly monetary so that I can afford to live, you know, of course, course. but it's not money actually. Success is like freedom and flexibility and to be able to live the life that I want to live because the things that are important to me are to be able to meet my friend for lunch on a Thursday and it not be an issue or be able to spend time with my family or to do all of these things. That is success to me. Success is not, you know, power dressing and going into the city. And if that is to you, there's no judgment, but, but to really, really define like what it is for you and is my life in line with that? And am I working towards that goal? And am I on my right path? That's where the power comes in and it's super scary. But again, like, focusing on a modality maybe it's meditation or maybe it's breath work or maybe it's Mm. going out and walking um you know and and I know now everyone's like so bored of the walk the daily walk because of the pandemic but (laughs) (laughs) right there's so much power in putting in your headphones putting on a podcast going for a walk and just getting lost in your thoughts and in your own world 
Mm-hmm. And, and and not been afraid of it you know change is scary but without change there's no growth you know without vulnerability 100%. there's no growth mm-hmm. so I encourage people to step into this place and and you know you don't have to do it on your own that's why there are coaches and and mentors and therapists and healers and all of the like all around the world because they're here to help you and that is a huge huge lesson I learned when I stepped into that and when I when I kind of went on my new path because I was like, I can do it myself. I can prove it to myself. And you know what? I couldn't. And now I have two different coaches. Um, I work with a healer. I work with a therapist. I work with all different people for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I truly, truly believe that without the support, you don't get there. Like why as an adult do you need to stop? And I just think there's so much power in it. So don't ever feel that when you're on that path and when you're defining your success, that then you're on your own because you're definitely not. Hmm. I could not agree more. And there's actually two two things I really want to hit on a bit more, which mm. is all uh, fear. We'll get to in a place. It's a really really big mm. one. Um, mm-hmm. But the whole point about how when you said, yeah, all of us should, you know, it's it's a more powerful place when we define what success means to us. But mm-hmm. even when you get to that level of whatever definition of success is, and I love the way how you define it, it's about having more freedom and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I resonate with that. But when you get to that place that it's okay to ask for help and that we don't mm-hmm. need to do everything on our own. And I really wanted to hone in on that, Christy, because besides the fact that I was that type of person too, but what is it in our mind, Christy, you know, like bringing it back to the mind again, especially these high achievers and my listeners are high achievers and, and, um, you know, many in the corporate world, but has that Mm. mindset. But what is it with when we're high achieving, we think that is it, is it, you know, we're, we're less of a person or we're not as successful if we can't do it on our own, like that in mm-hmm. insecurity. Mm. Yeah. It's super, super interesting. It's really common in women. So mm. I don't predominantly work with women, but I, but 80% of my one-to-one clients are women. Um, and the reason for this is that we already are kind of in a very, uh, yin space in our mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. So as a woman, we can, here's a really good example that my friend, we, we always talk about this about our partners. <laughs> so mm-hmm. say if we're in a car and we're driving home and we're thinking, okay, I'm driving home. Oh, I need to pick up my laundry. I need to do this. I need to do that before. When I get back, I'll do that. When I go in, I need to, you know, rearrange this or I'll clean that or what should I have for dinner? Whereas a man is in a car thinking I'm driving home. That's it right? Mm-hmm. And it's not its not a, a bad thing. And I'm not saying that about men at all, but that's factual. That's how their subconscious and how their mind works and how we differ. Mm-hmm. So the reason we need to think we do it on our own is because we already have this innate um, like makeup within the brain that makes us kind of take control of everything around us. You know, we all automatically think we need to do everything at home or everything around us or, oh God, if I don't do that, it's never going to get done. And you're constantly thinking and thinking and thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes women so powerful, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. we have that. It is that is nature. And then the nurture part that comes in is how we grow and how we use that energy. 
So mm-hmm. I'm of the space that, you know, I am always surrounded by high achieving people. I love high, I, you know, I would class myself as high achieving. I'm constantly pushing myself. I want to grow. I want to learn. I'm constantly on webinars, seminars, courses, all of those things, self-development. But the reason I want to do that is to be able to take power of my own life and my own mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, your mind can be your best friend or your worst enemy. And so this feeling of having to do it on your own will slowly, slowly start to unravel, but it's like a muscle. Like you have to train Mm -hmm. it. You have to train your brain. And that's where the neuroplasticity comes in, how you can change your brain, right? And one of the biggest ways to do that is meditation. Mm -hmm. So again, what you're having to do is get out of your hustle, get out of that mindset to slow down, to stop, to meditate, to then be able to evoke the change, and I know it takes time and and maybe this is like not a really firm answer to something, but everyone's so individual that it's super difficult, you know, to say that this is, this is the one reason. But nine times out of 10, you know, it's that we're, we're always thinking of so much and trying to manage everything that, that we don't think to ask for anything else. We don't think to ask for help because that's mm-hmm. not what's been born within us. So to slow down and to actually enjoy your feminine state is amazing, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I, I had to practice and uh, be, well, first of all, even put before putting it into practice, I had to be aware, Christy, oh, yeah. where, that I was so much in my masculine energy and mm. not tapping into my intuition or even just being with my thoughts and emotions and that state of just, you know, receiving you know, that yin Mm -hmm. stage, because, you know, we were talking about how we're both in that corporate environment. And that environment uh, is very much a a masculine state, right? Mm -hmm. And I really love the way you put it about how getting out of yourself, I believe, and and evoking the change and to, Mm -hmm. and on that note, now I want to really hone in on one of the big uh, points for me that I feel is tied that I feel holds a lot of us back in our mindset in really going after what we want in life is this notion of fear is a choice, in my opinion. And I read your 66 journal prompts, Kirsty, they were mm. <laughs> And you bring up fear a lot, such mm-hmm. as, do I feel fear? Do I welcome fear? What am I afraid of? And as I said, I believe, in my opinion, besides our biological fear of danger, that is a survival mechanism. But when it comes to our mindset and thoughts of fear and pursuing what we really want in life, we have a choice not to be in fear. So I love to hear your perspective. And why do you suggest these questions and address fear in journal prompts? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, I guess one of the main reasons for me is to try to get people to recognize a scarcity mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So scarcity mindset is absolutely fine. And to feel fear makes you human. Like you can't exactly. dull any of your emotions, right? You either dull them all or you dull null. So I would rather be someone who feels, you know, I want to be able to, to, 
cry with laughter and, and to cry with sadness and to feel fear and to feel proud and all of these things. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. But the reason I put those questions in there is to be able to recognize and see if there's a pattern and a trigger. So mm-hmm. often it can be somebody in your life that you don't even realize until you get into these kind of journaling prompts. And the reason I did 66 is because it takes 66 days to build a new habit. And mm-hmm. so I wanted people to feel empowered. Like they, it's, you know, it can take you five minutes a day. What's five minutes, right? But every single day I'd be asking a different question. And within that, I want you to recognize patterns and, and maybe is there people in your life who have been holding you back? Perhaps are there people who are saying things to you like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's good enough that you do that. Or I don't think you're able to do that. I've had that experience. I've had somebody in my life mm-hmm. put me down and down constantly and constantly. And it, all it does is just affect your self-worth, self-love, self-belief, right? Self-confidence. Mm-hmm. It just all comes. And then you're in scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. So for me, like fear is great. I think fear is amazing. Fear shows that you're passionate. It shows that you care, shows that you want success. You want results. You're resilient. You're willing to grow. You're willing to learn, but don't let it hold you back. So find the pattern, find the triggers and then lean into it and think, okay, how can I deal with that? If it's somebody in your life, maybe do what, can I change this relationship in my life so that, you know, maybe they're there, maybe it's a family member. So you can't really just sort of say bye. It's very, very difficult. Or maybe you can, but for now, maybe you just say, you know what? I don't, I don't really speak to that person right now. Or we don't speak on the phone. Maybe it's just text message or whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. Tapping into the patterns and the triggers and recognizing them. And don't be afraid of the things that come up because I know for some people you can start to unravel something and then you will be back into your scarcity mindset and you should close the book on it. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to think mm-hmm. about it. I implore you to not do that. I implore you to take time to recognize what's coming up for you. Maybe you even write, I can't, I can't come back to this today, but I will come back to this tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. You know, recognize that and look for the patterns. Yeah. I cannot love enough what you said, because (laughs) honestly, I feel like as I as I set it up earlier and and told you that I I've spoken about this not only on my podcast but another podcast I've been interviewed on about mm. about how I believe fear is a choice and you are the first person Christy that has said that feeling first person I've talked to feeling mm. fear is a sign that we're human and that you, and it shows that we're passionate or resilient and, you know, uh, living as a human. And I loved, love exactly what you said, because that is truly what it means. Like I recently, in terms of like showing how we are a human and I recently did a a reel and a, a podcast before about chasing stop chasing happiness and uh, mm. woman instead and I'm tying it back to how you said feeling fear is human is because I was getting to the point also that like you know the, besides the fact that happiness is this ephemeral state but mm. it's okay and it's human to feel other emotions Besides this state of happiness that we are all in the Western world programmed to chase. Mm. So 
to me, hearing that from you, Kirsty, I loved it so much because number one, it shows how authentic you are, that like you're mm-hmm. human and that you're now I can really, really see um, having spoken with you, like why you're a coach to coach people along that mm. It's part of human. And when you feel it, and besides that, it shows how passionate and resilient you are, it it allows us to get on the other side of fear, to be mm-hmm. in that powerful state. And, and that powerful state goes to your point of finding the patterns and triggers. I could not also agree more because I've now experienced that through the work that I'm doing, being really consciously aware of my yes. thoughts and emotions. And Gosh, knowing your triggers, Christy, that's huge. Right? <laughs> it's life revelation. Yeah. I'm going to be really, brutally honest with you and my listeners. So, uh, can we hit on abundance mindset, yes. Christy? Because that's also really big in the space of mindset and coaching. And first of all, I would love for you to describe what abundance mindset means to you, and how do you get? How do you help people to develop this, especially if? they feel like they may be thriving in certain areas of their life, you know, whether it's career, love, etc. but maybe they don't feel so abundant in a different part of their life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, great question. So we in the coaching space kind of work, I guess the theory of, of mindset really comes in, you work on a sort of a fixed or a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's so much more than that. But like to make it super simple, fixed mindset, believing that you are where you are and there's nothing that you can change. And if anything changes around you, there's nothing that you can do about that. Whereas being in a growth mindset is believing that, oh, maybe I can try this new thing or I can go here and I can do, maybe I can experience something new and I can take that new path and, and truly, truly believing in yourself. So to be fully abundant, for me, anyway, how I work with it is to go a little bit past the growth mindset and to believe that I'm in this space. I am abundant. I believe in myself. I have everything I need around me. Let me show the world. And it's an exchange of energy. So for some people, abundance is wealth. Okay. So it could be that exchange of energy can be money. You know, I provide a service to you. You pay me for that service. That's me being abundant in that space. For others, it can be just truly living their fulfilled life. You know, everything that they have within their core values, um, they're living it, they're doing it. They feel like they have almost like you fill your cup totally and it's flowing over for other people. That's what it feels like to be in that space. Mm. And, you know, it's super rare to feel like that every day. I just want to say that because I hate when people kind of come on and they're like, yeah, every day I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> because that's <laughs> just <Dude>. not. <laughs> Oh, come on. Right. There's That's some mornings I wake up. So authentic. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. No, of course. It's like some mornings I wake up and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> don't want to go on my emails, don't care about this. Why? Do, like, don't care about social media. I've just had like almost a month off social media because it was so, oh. so needed. Amen. Yeah, it wasn't planned. Yeah, it really, really wasn't planned. Um, But I'm going to be back from next week. But I just, it's been great. You know, I, I just needed some space. Um, So yeah, so finding what feels good for you and recognizing that you are not going to feel that way every day. So 
allow yourself to have those slower days, to have those moments. I speak about this a lot with one of my friends, Phoebe. We try mm. to plan our um, month around our cycle, right? So oh, for me, for example, well, yeah, because your hormones are never supposed to be balanced. Your hormones are supposed to be imbalanced so that you yes, ovulate, yes. so that you get your cycle, you know? Yeah. So for us, <laughs> right? Like around my cycle, for example, I don't do anything like I don't record with guests. Um, everything I do is just me on my own so that I can wake up and see what my energy is like. I don't want to let people down. Whereas the other parts of the month, maybe where I've got more energy is like all about recording podcasts, content, meetings, running around and listening to, to my body in that sense. So recognizing as well, you know, if you don't feel abundant, ask yourself actually like let me just track my cycle and see what's going on there and nine times out of ten it's linked to your cycle I think it's super important as a woman to really really be in with that and I know a lot of your audience are in a more corporate world so it's a bit more difficult but you know maybe you don't get up at 5 a.m and do the spin class or maybe you don't book in the after work drinks or the dinner or you cook really nourishing foods there's things that you can do no matter what your role is to help you to recognize when you need to slow down and then when you really push forward to be in that mindset Mm, yeah no you're absolutely right that was so interesting about um uh, how you and your friend plan your activities around your cycle and and that's uh you're you're so right you know because everything Mm. you know tied to our homework and um when you said how you know what feels good for you and that's something that you really you know share with your clients too like and appreciating those slower days I've definitely mm-hmm. realized that that is something that I need to all of my close friends know Christy that I have my <laughs> days which means it's typically one of the days during the weekend whether it's a Saturday or Sunday typically a Sunday but uh where do not ask to hang out with me. <laughs> I don't uh, respond to messages. Um, uh, if I do, there will be a much delayed response. It's because when I when we allow ourselves time to be to take things a little bit slower, like you said, to detach from social media, this like fire hose of like everyone else's activity, like you don't get to be with your own thoughts and emotions and state of being and recharging to know and, and like refilling your cup. Mm -hmm. And so I love how you said that and you integrate Mm -hmm. that and you even put it, you said it very early in our conversation that you don't set your first appointments until our meetings and calls to 10 AM because you're giving yourself time and investment first, which is, I think, such a beautiful and strong way to start with mm. setting that right mindset again. Mm. Yeah, it's super important as well. And who wants to run out of bed and like jump onto Zoom? You know, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you. I don't. <laughs> I definitely don't. But um, I mean, I still get up, you know, relatively. I mean, not. I don't get up before seven. I'm just not about that. But, I, you know, I'm still up early and I do like my meditation. I've got a dog. We go and walk the dog together. Like we do yeah. all these things. So it's actually a really nice day. And then you think I've been out. I've done stuff I want to do. I've got coffee. I'm ready. I think if you can do that, it's super, super important for you. You deserve to have, you know, time for yourself. You don't deserve to be giving out energy constantly. You need it for yourself. Mm, Yeah, that was beautifully said. So on the last note, Mm. are there 
Any other mindset hacks? And I want to use the word hack lightly mm. because hack, mm. I feel like it means that you don't need to do a lot of the work and just try this one thing and then you'll get the yes. result. Like, no, this is all a practice and a journey, right, Christy? Mm. Mm. But um, is there anything else you like to share that has been really transformational for you and your clients that we can all try to integrate. I know you. I know you mentioned meditation, obviously, mm. and that's a lot of everyone's practice, and um, including myself, journaling. But anything else that can help us? Yeah, track? yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a meditation teacher, so I'm always going to say the best way is meditation. Like, mm-hmm. I truly. Whether people agree with me or not, for me, I stand by that. Um, But also like recognizing where you are. So asking yourself every Mm. single morning, what does my mind, my body and my soul need today? So Uh. sometimes I wake up and I'm like, right, I'm going to jump on my Peloton. Like I need energy. I need to run around. (laughs) I'm like crazy woman, all the caffeine. Whereas other days I'm like, whoa, I don't want to do it. I don't want to move my body at all today. Or if I do, it's a gentle walk with my dog. You know, it's not exercise. Mm. I want to slow down. Maybe I swap out my coffee and I have, I don't know, like chamomile tea or something instead. I ask myself that every single day because I used to put so much pressure on myself. I used to be a real hit workout girl. Okay. Mm. I used to go to Barry's boot camp, um, which is like just mm. mental, but I would go about six times a week, sometimes twice a day. Wow. And it was crazy and unnecessary, but I was younger, you know, I didn't really realize. So now I ask myself every day, what do I need? What does my mind, my body and my soul need today? And mm. I try not to forward plan things like that because you know, sleep is a huge factor for your mindset. You might have a really bad night's sleep. You might be a new mom who's not getting much sleep and you think, okay, all I need today, I've got about 10 minutes to myself. Okay. I've got 10 minutes. What do I want to do with that time? Maybe it's read a book. Maybe it's, I don't know, lay in the bath for 10 minutes, whatever it can be for you. I just ask you to ask that question to yourself every day because you, again, you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to notice things that are maybe repeating and things that you can start to change. Mm, That is so well said. I like that, Christy, about recognizing what you need for yourself. Mm. And that is something I'm going to, I feel like I, I do, but I, I want to put it into practice every morning. Like you said, yeah. I think that's a great place. And, and circling back to how I mentioned how if we're not conscious, we're in that default mode. And that's a great place mm-hmm. to know what we mm-hmm. are conscious of, what we need. Mm-hmm. So that was beautiful. Oh, so my yes. very last question I like to ask all of my guests, Christy, yes. is, If you can go back to your younger self, and it can be at any age in her life, pass on one piece of advice to remind her to live fully in the present and on her own terms, what would you like to pass on? I love this question. I love what people answer. (laughs) So (laughs) for me... I was quite a shy younger girl, right? So I want to go back and tell her that, yeah, I want to go back and tell her to like, be brave, be bold. You're going to do amazing and it's all going to work out. 
that's what I would say. <laughs> beautiful. I was yeah. terribly shy too. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. There's so many Very. things feel like we connected on. Yeah, I, was I know. <laughs> Girl, I'm not kidding. I've I've revealed this before too that I was so painfully shy that in elementary school, uh, my mom had to make friends for me. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and when, when people meet me now, and I tell them this story, they're like, "Huh? How is that? You're <laughs> such an expert." I'm like, "Girl, oh, guy, it's been years in the making." So I oh. love that beautiful, gentle reminder to your oh. younger self. Thank um, you. And and I realize another thing we have in common: you're Pisces, also. Yeah, are you? Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh, your birthday. Oh, a 13th of March. Oh, mine is the very end of February, February 28th. Oh, amazing. But I love that. No- and so many people I connect with right now are Pisces. I'm telling you, like you, your energy, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Doesn't oh, it? Massively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this. I so love this. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember um, when I was listening to your podcast on uh Emma, the Big Move mm. podcast. Thank you, Em, for introducing us. Um, <laughs> shout out to her. But uh, yeah, you shout mentioned out, Oh my God, another Piscean. <laughs> Christy, this has been so, so lovely. And uh, I can see that you are a powerful uh, transformational coach and why people call you the also the crossroads coach right mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, so please tell us where everyone can connect with you and also listen to your pod yeah, thank you. So I'm just at Kirsty Rayner on Instagram. My website is the same, KirstyRayner.com. I've got like all my links on there. Um, I've got a free download, which I really recommend. Um, it's the 66 day journal prompts. Um, yes. so you can get that for free if you want to kind of, kind of get into your mindset. And my podcast is called the Mindset and Me podcast, which we may be seeing you on soon, right, Chris? <laughs> yes, I would love that. It would be yeah. so honored. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And- finally thank you thank you again i this was a beautiful way to start my morning as well and sharing this positive energy christy and the work that you are doing just have to acknowledge that so thank you for this time and space together oh my goodness thank you so much chris have the best day And thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of P.S. Younger Self. It really means a lot to me that you're spending your time with me. So if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about anywhere you listen to your podcast. Leave me a review. Tell me what you think. It really helps me get more valuable content to you guys. So until next time, take care and remember to always live your life on your own terms.